This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, this week I'm in a bad mood. Oh, great. That makes for good podcasting. See, this is what I knew you'd say. (laughs) I don't think it does. I think people get into bad moods sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're all about like, oh, normalize like uh, mental health Uh and, uh, you know, no shame in like... Uh, being down or right. feeling depressed, and then the second somebody, <laughs> the second you're in a bad mood for maybe unknown reasons, right? There's sometimes uh, you're right, down. Yeah, yeah, just sometimes, yeah. People are like, ah, oh, so you're in a so you're in a mood, huh? So you're in a bad mood. Great for me. Yeah. It's no, like, I was being serious, Tim. People like when you're grouchy on this show. I don't think you were being serious. <laughs> I just don't like. People being like, "Oh, you're feeling down." No, oh, well, well, now that's what? my problem. Yeah, it's like, no, it's not. I'm just not going to talk. Well, a lot. you should just keep it to yourself. Well, you're not going to talk a lot. Yeah, no, I'm just going to sit here quietly. That's not how it works. Run out Tim. the clock this week. That's not how it works, Tim. I'm going to have to. Uh, I mean, have I'm a, surprised you're not jumping at the. Chance. I'm going to have a have to have a talk with your shop steward about uh, <laughs> your work ethic lately. Yeah, we have a there's a, there's a lot of bureaucracy here. There's a lot of <laughs> levels of management. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but usually we can. That's why we we barely talk to each other outside of this podcast. Yeah, we're in different buildings working throughout the day on this show. <laughs> a lot of work goes into this show. Tom. How are you doing this week? Uh, and I'm sorry. I mean, look. See now, look. Now mm-hmm. I have to apologize for being in a bad mood. Yeah. And not going along with your riff about being in different buildings that I, frankly, did not understand. <laughs> it, the, the idea that it, it, Complete Guide to Everything is a huge corporation, and right. we, we work in separate areas of the campus. Okay. Yeah. And what do I do? Like uh, we're, we're we're both just cogs in the machine and the hosts <laughs> of the show that funds everything, but we're, we're treated like shit by everybody that works yeah, here. Yeah, they don't they don't know. It's like uh, we're uh, <sighs> underappreciated. Tom, I've been, <laughs> look, maybe you're right. Maybe it is a bad <laughs> a bad thing that I'm in a, in a bad mood. Maybe it is mm-hmm. your responsibility, or maybe this could be a fun challenge. Yeah. Get me in a good mood. <laughs> that's not how mental health works. Yeah, that, it is. Do you think that's how like therapists work? <laughs> like, well, you really got your job cut out for you today, Doc. Try and get me in a good mood. Yeah, exactly. And then they pull out a, a horn and put yeah. on a big red nose. And you're like, oh, you've done it again. Doc, Seven this is years why you're the best school. in the biz. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, that would be a neat alternative to like a- Clowning? Instead of a psychiatrist, like personal clowning, yeah, yeah. Eh, it depends on the type, because like that could get awkward, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't want somebody doing what if comedy. A, at if, you. if it's a money back guarantee, they make you laugh and they can't tickle you, right? It's right there in the. That's what you should do if you're feeling really down. Tickle? No, is the get show uh, "Make Me Laugh" still on Comedy Central? <laughs> I don't even know what that. I'm not familiar with this. Do you remember? You don't remember? No, I don't show? remember a show. It called... was a game show in oh, the '90s, and I think it was a resurrection of a of a like an, a, old, an thing. old game show mm-hmm. where somebody would come on. They'd sit in a chair. I think they strapped them down for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because they could. Because like 
And then they had yeah, comedians they come cover their mouth, and they put time on the clock, mm-hmm. and the comedians there, and uh, the person was not allowed to laugh. Yeah, it's like put a minute on the clock. This comedian is going to do whatever. They can't touch you. They can't tickle you. Mm-hmm. But if you laugh within a, a minute, you lose. If right. You, if you stay stone faced for a minute, you win. Mm-hmm. Comedy Central in the nineties, a hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, well, maybe that's well, a great reimburse way. Reimburse your train ticket to get here. Yeah, that's a great way to uh, to if if you're blue, if you're if you're clinically depressed, <laughs> go on, make me laugh, and yeah. then the amazing Jonathan will uh, we'll you know, make you laugh. Yeah, personally. Uh, do you think you'd be able to do well on that show? Like, uh, uh, not laughing. I think so, just because it's well. I think I I think I'd be able to disassociate and I'd be fine. I'd walk away with that hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, I think the audience would screw me up. Yeah, because oh, was, they're laughing. Yeah, because if it's one person mm-hmm. desperately trying to make you laugh, that's sad. And you can right. and you can like recognize the desperation and be like, oh god, like this sucks. What is I this don't guy like this. doing? That like he put himself in this position, like. I'm just a Joe off the street trying to mm-hmm. cure my clinical depression. <laughs> right. But this guy, he's doing the what's he making? Two hundred bucks for this yeah. and like mm-hmm. demeaning and like you know, the, the the comedians would always start out with their acts. Yeah. And be yeah. like, hey, but, and like when that wouldn't work, like they'd get desperate in the, like the last twenty seconds and be like, goo goo gaga right? Like uh-huh. and just try to make like that funny noises. <laughs> I mean it worked more often than like oh, peanuts are yeah. uh, noises about peanuts. So anyway, go hey, if you're feeling down, uh either use what may be a, a sponsor on the, on this week's episode, <laughs> some sort of therapy thing, or just go on, make me laugh. Just go on, uh, 1990s make me laugh. Tom, you're cheering me up already. <laughs> See, it worked. I, you didn't I, even have to resort to Goo Goo Gaga and fart noise. I, I'd be uh, uh, killing on make me laugh yeah. right now. I mean, I guess we've been going longer than a minute already, so. Yeah. Um, I could tighten it up if I were on the show. This is a tangent, uh-huh. and I know we hate tangents on this yeah. show, but... um. Today, for the first time, mm-hmm. my son, who uh, is not quite two, uh, started with potty humor. Nice. Not even like, you know, he, he's just like saying words. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, like, what do you mean he's he just, just saying words? No, it's not like... It's not like, it's he, not like he's taking a turd out of the toilet and being like, Hello! Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but he like today he was like testing the waters. Uh-huh. I think he learned some stuff at daycare yeah, and he yeah, was just like... That, yeah, it gets around. He's like... Poop. Yeah. Poopy. 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 Yeah. And I was losing it. <laughs> I'm like, really really bad at on make me laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, this would kill on make me laugh. Um, but like, I know I'm supposed to like discourage that. Uh-huh. But it's very funny. You got to see. Next time you see him, I'm going to make him do it in front of you. <laughs> okay. That'll <laughs> be, be like, good. Hey, that'll do, the, do the poopy do stuff. Yeah. But do I teach him not to do it? It brings me joy. Yeah, and I'm sure it brings him joy. I'm sure he loves to see his uh, dad laugh. Yeah, don't like, you want your dad sure, not to be so sad all I'm the sure time? I'm sure he loves to see his clinically depressed dad laugh for once. I mean, and that's a that's a tough cross for this yeah. this this child to bear, but that's his responsibility. One, one Make d- me laugh. One day he'll be uh, seeing a therapist he heard about from a podcast, and he'll be telling him about my father never smiled. Except for when I said poopy. 
And I think that's what led me down this path. Yeah, and I don't want to know what that path is, Tom, because I'll be long dead. No, and, and I mean, it'll be the future. Who knows? It'll be like, and that's yeah. what led me to becoming a robot assassin. Yeah, it's a device it's a that hasn't <laughs> been invented yet. <laughs> and, and that's what got me. That's uh, why I plug into the mainframe <laughs> and do the. I can't. I can't thwart. help it. I, yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could unplug from the mainframe sometimes. But I, I gotta. Um, hey, parents out there. Do whatever you can to keep your kids from jacking into the mainframe. It's a uh, uh, poopy is is the big because I hear that from my niece all the time. Yeah, it's not good. poop, it's a... not poops, poopy. Well, guess what? What? This kid's my my child. Mm. Uh, trying them all. Oh, he started good. with poop, got a little bit of a reaction. Uh-huh. Moved on to poopy, got a bigger reaction. I don't think he realized it was. I was laughing at the escalation, right? And like <laughs> the calculation that I could see he was making on it when he was like, he he it was very it's much. Like, I like, got a workshop this. He was a like bit. poop, and then he saw. I was like, hmm, okay, what can I? Let me try poopy. And I, yeah, got a bigger yeah. laugh. Yeah, I saw him take out a little notepad. <laughs> yeah, Larry David note. style. Yeah, he's working yeah. on stuff. He's working yeah. it out on stage. Um, yeah, I'm just like. Eventually, look, I'll let it go now. But you can't but bring event- the notepad up. Yeah, like it. it looks yeah. Uh, amateurish. Exactly. Um, yeah, my niece, I think, uses it. I, I think similar to, to uh, make me laugh on Comedy Central. Like if she's doing stuff and it and it's not getting a reaction, like people aren't laughing or whatever, then she'll just say poopy. <laughs> yeah, bring out the uh, the old works. standards. It yeah. works. It works out her uncle at least. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they're the standards for a reason, right? Classics. Um, well, Tim, I'm... we're not talking about poop or poopy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're talking about something. That in some cases, can look like poopy. Really melt. I mean, maybe That's when they're true. in your mouth, but not in your hand for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If they melt in your hand, you're allowed to uh, return yeah. them. M and M's look like poopy in your mouth, <laughs> not in your hand. <laughs> look, if they were to decide to go with a comedic slant in their <laughs> ad campaign, why not? Yeah, I think my son could deliver that line by the time they get it all <laughs> implemented. Uh huh. Like a year or so, you get a. By the time what gets implemented? The marketing plan. Oh, I Once see. Once they buy all the cameras and say, we need somebody to say, looks like a poopy in your yeah. mouth, not in your hands. Uh, we're, we're making a new commercial. Buy some new cameras, <laughs> yeah, everybody. Exactly. Um, Tim, we're talking about M&M's. Uh, I think partially inspired by your recent trip to the M&M store in Times Square. Yeah, Tom. Well, it's a real chicken and egg situation here. <laughs> the origin of this episode. Uh huh. Because I was like... Uh, I had tried uh, caramel m and Yes, I tried them recently, too. And I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never had a caramel M&M before. Right. And I'm going and looking up what other varieties of M&M are there. And I've seen all these different varieties. There's an insane variety nowadays. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Times Square next week. Don't ask me why I was in Times Square. Mm-hmm. I was like... We're going to do a whole episode on M&M's. You, you read in a book that there's a lot of peep shows there, and you didn't realize it was outdated information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, read, uh, I, I read a lot of guides from the 70s for, for, for big cities. Yeah, if you saw Tim walking around, uh, it looked like uh, he had two pocketfuls of quarters in Times Square a <laughs> couple a of weeks big ago. big brown trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And I was like, oh, I'll go to the M&M store in mm-hmm. Times Square and I'll get all of these varieties. Yeah. And guess what? To get a bag of each of these, I'm, pro- I'm playing Times Square prices. prices. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to p- spend 30, 35 bucks. It's something I'm willing to do for this right. podcast. You're paying out the nose, but it's it's all in the, the service of entertainment. Exactly. So I go there. Mm-hmm. The worst time of day, too, like midday. Yeah. Um, pushing through the crowds. Tom, mm-hmm. you know what you really can't buy at the M&M store? M&M's. M&M's. Yeah. You could buy like gift packs. The, the yeah, cheapest yeah. way that I could see to buy M&M's was like, Probably a, like a share bag or something. Like a $30 gift pack <laughs> that came with like some like plastic yeah, cube uh, with one of the with the red M&M character yeah. on top. Not some, even the sexy some, one. Some real trash that yeah. like- the green, the sexy green one, mm-hmm. that was like double Now that's the price. different. Yeah. yeah. But, and I was like, I almost bought that just to display in my home. <laughs> right. Even even if it didn't come with them, any M&Ms yeah, at all. Yeah, no, no. That's just, she's an icon, Tom. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be talking about her, Tim. We, we got a lot, a lot of stuff to cover about M&Ms. So I left the M&M store furious. Mm-hmm. But um, I digress. Let's, let's, we got to get to the basics here, Tom. Well, Some let, people don't even know what M and M's. What, what are they talking about here? M and M's. The 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 rapper, the white rapper. No, oh, the white rapper. There, the the best rapper that's ever lived. That's who they're talking about. Uh, the guy that rhymes words that you didn't think rhymed, but they rhyme. They rhyme the way he says them, at yeah. least. Uh, what do you think about M and M? I think that's kind of my feeling too. Where I'm like, eh, not for me. I was never really a big fan of his, uh, like, in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, these are the classic albums, where it's like, yeah, yeah. like the edgelordy stuff, where it's yeah. like, hey, this is, my ex-wife is in the tied up in the trunk of my car, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to murder her, uh-huh. and it's just like, well, that just seems like, uh, I don't know, harassment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, terroristic threats yeah, he's being like, made. All right, I'll I'll clean it up for the next one. I'll make it about somebody who wants to kidnap me. <laughs> but then, I'll sing from their perspective. Yeah, and then they'll die at the end. Yeah, and kill their girlfriend. I think is that what happens at I the end of so. uh, Stan? Yeah, and and now that's uh you know a, a, a phrase within pop culture. Yeah, to stand. Somebody. You know how long it took me to to make that connection. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I made that connection right. Away. I probably I hear slang a long time before you. You do. hear slang before me, and you're always. Uh, this is the one time it, it was appropriate, but you always shoehorn something into like. If I hear something, it probably came from an Eminem lyric at some point. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where I get a lot of uh, the yeah, things that I like to talk about. You just pour over the first about. few Eminem albums and be like, "How does this?" I don't even to listen to them. I just read it. I just yeah, yeah read you re- yeah. You've never heard an Eminem song, right? I, I've heard them. It's just not for me. Yeah. I, tur- I turned it off halfway through the first one. <laughs> so you just, you just I just like the the poetry yeah. of the lyrics. Uh, Tim, uh, let me tell you about how M&Ms were created. M&Ms this are is... a multicolored button-shaped chocolates, each of which has the letter M printed in lowercase in white on one side, consisting of a candy shell surrounding a filling, which varies depending upon the variety of M&Ms. Tim, if somebody's listening to this podcast and they don't know what an M&M is, go to the hospital. There's something wrong. 
They don't serve M&Ms at the hospital, Tom. No, not they serve get medicine some. there. I'm saying you, you need moron. to go because something's happened to you and you've forgotten something everybody knows about. Tom. Everybody knows about Tom, M&Ms. Nobody... Check your privilege. <laughs> not everybody knows what M&Ms are. Tim, you... You know, you're always sending me texts where there are claps in the middle of everything uh-huh, you say, and now uh-huh. you're doing it in real life. I don't like it at all. I don't <laughs> care what you're, you you're, like. You're always behind on all the, the slang and everything everybody uh, My does. slang game is on fleek, Tom. <sighs> if you know how to download a podcast and you don't know what an M&M is... Download a podcast. What is it? Stream a podcast. Yeah, everybody's streaming these days, Tom. Look, I don't. If somebody is a weirdo that doesn't know what M and M's are, but knows what podcasts are, I don't know what they're doing. They might be getting their podcast via mail service. They might be in prison. They might have been in prison since uh, like the forties before uh, uh, M and M's were. Yeah, and so what? I all yeah. right in that one we, case. Oh, we don't want people who have who have been incarcerated listening to the show to learn about the candies that we all know and love. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you're right. They they have to get acclimated for when they get out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be out in the the first day. You're seeing all these new candies you never heard. It of. can it be overwhelming. You, drives you crazy. All of a sudden, they throw you back in the clink, back in the slammer. Exactly. Because you were, uh, what uh, we're doing here is inciting re- re- a riot. You know, reducing recidivism rates by introducing people to candies uh-huh. um, that might be unfamiliar to them when they're when they're released from prison <laughs> in a safe, managed way. Over yeah, the non-judgmental. Of an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, not just you walk into a store, bam, it's in your face. All these different flavors too. No, we're gonna and are these guys in. alive? Who? The M&M's. Oh, yeah. Right? If you've it's only confusing. seen the commercials, yeah. then you, know, you then get you out of prison that. and you go in. They do exist, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you freaking uh, turn, you, 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 you go to a manic episode. Yeah. And then they throw you back in. assaulting people there. Yeah. So we don't want you to go back. Tim, M&M's were created by Forrest Mars Sr. Mm. That's quite a name. Forrest Mars? Yeah. Um, is Mars the real name? Yeah, Veronica Mars. All right. Uh, Forrest Mars, son of the Mars Candy founder, uh, had a falling out with his illustrious father and in 1932 went to England to try and go it alone in the confectionery business. This is from uh, mentalfloss.com, by the way. Story goes that uh, a visit to Spain during the country's civil war. He observed soldiers eating chocolate candies encased in a hard, sugary shell. This was a revelation. Wait, he just stole it from soldiers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, stolen valor. Stolen, M&Ms are stolen valor. Quite literally. Uh, this is a revelation of Mars, who, like any good candy maker, knew that chocolate sales plummeted during the summertime for obvious reasons. But it may also be a cover for a much less revolutionary truth that Mars copied the idea from another company. Mm. It, rather than uh, uh, Spanish soldiers. English candy maker Roundtons, yeah, Round Roundtrees, sorry, of York, came out with Smarties 
the hard-shelled chocolate candies in 1937. That's not what I know Smarties to be, Tom. I think they had to change. Uh, this is like a Dennis the Menace situation where there's a, a British Smarties and then a, a U.S. Smarties. What are you talking about with Dennis? This is a Dennis the Menace situation. You know the, the Dennis the Menace that uh, is beloved in U.K. Uh-huh. culture? Is, is different? It's not... Is not you don't know about the no. UK I don't know Dennis about the British Dennis the Menace. He's what, an actual menace, like a like a bag. We've like a talked villain? about this. This is the 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 UK. He's got black hair. Yeah, I think I've seen this guy before, but I didn't realize he was Dennis the Menace. He's Dennis the Menace. He's a British Dennis the Menace. Yeah, he wears like a Freddy Krueger shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he and he's a real piece of shit because like. <laughs> You know our Dennis the Menace? You're like, he's Stop not- getting so mad at cartoon characters. <laughs> our Dennis the Menace isn't that much of a menace. No, he's mostly just a menace to Mr. Wilson. He's just an inquisitive child. That some well, freaking old man is yeah, like, get out of here. I don't he, like kids. Look, he goes too far sometimes. But when does he go too far? When he put the radio inside the, the barbecue grill that Mr. Wilson was building, and then he was like, help, I'm stuck in the barbecue grill. And Mr. Wilson had to take the whole thing apart. Yeah, but that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty. And not to Mr. Wilson. He yeah, looked that, like he was about to have an aneurysm about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that guy actually like died on set. I think <laughs> I think the guy that played Mr. Wilson in the 1950s. Uh, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace, like... Uh, he must have been a method actor or something. <laughs> <laughs> he got so mad. The same thing happened to Alf's dad. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's his son. His son became <laughs> Alf's dad. <laughs> all right, we're off the rails. We got to talk about M&M's. Uh, all right, yeah. I, is it just that Dennis the Menace? Like, that's just a fun name to say. So, like, enough people came up with, like, yeah. hey, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, but they came out in, like, the same year or yeah. something. It was, like, oh, real right. coincidence. Mm. Um. Anyway, so uh, uh, Smarties, some people say, is what gave this guy his idea. And he came up with uh, the manufacturing process, patented it. Does this mean anything to you? Oh, Smarty. No. Oh, okay. What, what is that? It's a Sesame Street reference, a recent <laughs> Sesame Street reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not caught up on uh, recent Sesame Street, unfortunately. Uh, but they anyway. What did you say? They say poopy now. On it. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they do, according to my son. He learned <laughs> I it. learned it from Sesame Street. Well, then we got to let you say it. Big Bird said it. Count he, said it, yeah. He said, I'll, I'll be back. I got to take a poopy. Um, so after this guy came up with the idea, he approached Bruce. I would like to say, first off, uh, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Forrest Mars. Uh, wait, Forrest Mars Sr., son of the founder? How was he seen? Oh, I guess later he had a son. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's still Who confusing. Who needs to go to a hospital now? I thought that was like on his birth certificate. Forrest <laughs> Mars Sr. Anyway. Um, that's a good way to entrap your kid, though. Yeah, make sure that they have to name their, their son if they have one... Uh, the same name you name them. Yeah. Which, like, why would you care if it's not your name? Yeah. Uh, and it can't be your name. Otherwise, that would make them Well, you could have this... different middle names. Because yeah. me, my dad, and my grandpa are all Toms, but we have different middle names. Right. So we're not juniors and the third and all that. That's why you don't have to uh, 
reference me as uh, Thomas Rell's the third. Uh-huh, that stinks. Are you <laughs> a little bummed about that? No, I like that. I because uh, I would have never wanted to be a junior. You know, yeah, but you would have been a third. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to be a third either. I could have been a junior if my dad was like, "No, this this uh, madness with different middle names ends here." <laughs> yeah, I feel like people don't name their kids their names anymore as often. No, right? I think I is think it because of the out- phone. <laughs> the phone, because I just know the telephone. That was that was what made me so mad about me and my dad having the same name. Because somebody uh... would call and they'd be like. Well, half the time they thought I was my mom, first off. <laughs> yeah. And then the other, uh, like, oh, hi, uh, you must be Mrs. No, mm. I'm Tom. Oh, you're who I wanted to talk to. And then the man of the house. It's like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's because phones, because like everybody has like even my parents have cell phones now. They don't have a, uh, a house, house phone. phone. Really? Yeah. Um, which I've been know. thinking about making some prank calls to your house phone well, lately. Oh, I want. Uh, maybe we should uh, see who has that number now. Yeah, that would be so interesting. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's uh, someone interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a celebrity. I think it's more that our generation mm-hmm. has lower self-esteem, and uh, <laughs> like, I, like I know what yeah, I would find so much more. It's like. He doesn't. He won't want my name. What does he want to be Tim named Junior. the same as me? Like ah, yeah. he's got to be better than me. He'll, you know, yeah. he, I don't want to saddle him with this. With the burden of, of yeah. being me. Already, I mean, uh, he's saddled with like, how's he ever going to come up with a better podcast than this? I know, yeah. And right? every every podcast he comes up with is going to be measured up against exactly. This one. It's it's unfair to him. Yeah. Even uh, the first one, Poopies, the podcast. Tom, this kid started a podcast. It would rocket up the charts, <laughs> surpass would, us in the Massacre first day. us. Um, so anyway, this guy, uh, Forrest Mars, he comes up with M&M's. He goes to, Bru- oh, I was going to say, like, uh, pretty good work for a Nepo baby. You know, he's yeah. working for his dad's chocolate company. He comes up with M&M's. Yeah, steals it from either soldiers <laughs> or uh, another company. Yeah. Um, he approached Bruce Murray. Do you know who that is? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. He's no different name. He's uh, the son of Hershey's company president, William Murray. N- not the current president, president at the time. Uh, and he's like, hey, let's go into business together. And uh, uh, he turned out to be a strategic ally for Mars since Hershey's dominated the production of ration chocolate during World War II. Murray received a 20% share in the company, and for several years, M&Ms were made using Hershey's chocolate. The two M's didn't see eye to eye, and uh, um, in 1949... So it's Mars and... Mars and, and Murray is Mars the M&M. And, Murray. and huh. Mars bought Murray out for a million dollars in 1949, which is probably like half the money in the world at the time, <laughs> and uh, took control of it. And that's why some people think that because uh, the signature M was not stamped on the candies until 1950. And they they were stamping it in black instead of white. So it's probably like harder to see up against the. Yeah. Uh, especially back then, they had like a lot of darker. I colors. wonder what the colors. I bet it, it was not as vibrant. I think we no, see it was an nowhere. Old, no, an old it was a bag of M&M's. Especially you'd be like, where the hell's the blue? 
And then you'd also be like, all these colors are drab. No, because the the reason blue came about was because in the 90s, they decided, look, we have brown and tan. Yeah. We do not need these two. Everybody just thinks is brown and light brown. So let's get rid of tan and replace it with something. But yeah, you look at the old colors and it's like yellow, brown, tan, maroon. Yeah. Uh, Fun candy, assholes. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, back then that was Kids fun. go bonkers over maroon. Back then, kids went bonkers over light brown. <laughs> Just seeing something in a... Uh, oh, and green, I guess. They had yeah. green. Well, so. there's always, they always had to have some sexiness to them. Well, these were all like earth tones, kind of. Yeah. Except for the green. She wears high heels. Uh, but yeah, so the the M's didn't didn't come until a year after the split. So a lot of people interpreted that as like he, him stamping his authority. Like, I'm the true M. Look, just one M on these candies. Right. Like, I can't just change the name to M's. Even though he probably could have probably could have gotten away with it. Yeah, M&M's is a good name. It is a good name. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, so you want to keep the, the name. The white rapper himself will tell you that. Uh, yeah, he was like, I got to come up with a good name that's easy to rap with when I'm in these rap battles. It's got to really uh, uh, can't ruin my flow. Yeah. M&M's, that's what I'll name myself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, M&M's. And everybody was like, ooh, put their hands out. Yeah. Thinking somebody was going to come on stage and, and give everybody a little bit of M&M's. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, first night he didn't. He got booed. And yeah. so every rap battle after that, he showed up with. Uh, he brought enough for everyone. Yeah, a bunch of fun size packets. M&M's is probably like the best, one of the best like shareable candies for that reason, right? In that so, they're very small. Yeah, if somebody's like, "Oh, you got a Hershey bar? Let me get a, let me get some of that." It's like hey. you get a square. I mean, I guess a Hershey bar is another <laughs> easy example. Uh, let me get some of that Snickers bar. You yeah. can't do that. I'm gonna no, get you, nougat all over my hands. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, hey, if you can get a knife, mm-hmm. I can slice a right. Yeah, but like, that's all right. But that's a pain. Bring yeah. silverware into yeah, this. You get a Take a knife to candy? Were you out of your mind? Yeah. Psychos. Cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or uh, uh, throwing pennies into a wishing well, Tim. Yeah, or like hiring somebody to wrap your uh, knuckles with a ruler every time you uh, touch some sweets. Is that a thing you can do? You can hire somebody? Yeah, Craigslist, man. Okay. Uh, We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change... Why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy. It makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume 
comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. L- listen to this. That's my fume. Making, That's your fume. You know how I love fidgeting with things, Tim? Yeah. And I love fidgeting with this thing. Tom, since I've arrived here, uh-huh. this fume has been like a part of you. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I breathe it in and it tastes like a crisp mint. I like it a lot. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard. But switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com, of course, and use code GUIDE to save 10% off when you get your journey pack today. That's tryfume.com and use code GUIDE to save an additional 10% off your order today. With the busy fall season right around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days, Tim. Yeah, the days are just packed, Tom. Well, stuff gets busy around the fall, and Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast. Boy, that's a tongue twister. With chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Tim, we've both had these factor meals. Yeah. and They're I, delicious. I love them. And Very, guess what? My what? family loves them, too. Same here. Very easy. Well, I haven't given any to my dog because they're- It's they're, not dog food. I, I want to eat it, not yeah. for the dog. Uh, the she, meal's so good, you don't want to give it to the dog. <laughs> uh, she would love some of this stuff, though, uh, because it's uh, they've got a little something for everyone. Well, not like dog food. Not dog food, but they have. I had like a delicious steak uh, oh, yeah. meal that she was eyeing me the whole time. These things are great. You can throw them in the microwave if you, you don't have time. You can throw them in the oven if you do have a little bit of time, but you don't really have to do any prep at all. Uh, if you're too busy running around during the day to think about lunch, keep up your energy with Lunch To Go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers, they're ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave required even. Looking for calorie-conscious options ahead of the busy season? Mm-hmm. Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. I had some of these, and they were also very good. Tom, beat this. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best for the rest of summer? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Tim, it's not a contest. I don't like... You telling me beat this? That's what this is. No, it is. With it's factor, me and you against each other. <laughs> with factor, you can rest assured you're making a sus- a sustainable. Nope. I think you mean sustainable. A sustainable. Looks sh- like I win. <laughs> we offset 100%. I'm speaking as factor now. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable energy for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably produce or sourced seafood in their meals this august get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door ready ready in just two minutes no prep no mess head to factormeals.com slash guide 50 to use code guide 50 to get 50 percent off that's Code guide 50 at factormeals.com slash guide 50 to get 50% off. Remember, 
50. Yeah, there's a lot of 50s in there. Factormeals.com slash guide 50. Use code guide 50 at checkout for 50% off. Our thanks to Factor for sponsoring this show. 50. Tim, we've been doing a lot of talking about M&M's. One thing we haven't been doing is eating M&M's. Hell yeah. On uh, Mike. <laughs> on Mike, your favorite thing. So you didn't even have to go all the way to Times Square to get these M&M's? No, I just went to the my my normal grocery you store. You can't buy a freaking bag of M&M's at the M&M store. I know. Jesus Christ, you said it already. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> you buy like a, a big M&M's jacket? I did. <laughs> Uh, Tim, here are the M&Ms I got. Surprisingly, they were out of peanut M&Ms. What the fuck? At the store. Oh, at yeah. the store. All right. Yeah, I, was, the... I was thinking it was the M&M <laughs> store again. <laughs> Which... Stop getting hung up on this. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. Tom, uh, I just want to mm-hmm. just see, you know, you're editing this week. Yeah. First of all, bleep out all the cusses that I've been saying. But second of all, I'm in a bad mood. Sorry, yeah, cuss yeah, I'll get, and I'll, I'll take all the poopies out. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, second of all, uh, make sure Eminem's is stylized in lowercase. Oh, is it always? Yeah. Huh. Look at the look at the package. These don't look like. Oh, yeah, I guess they are, yeah. but they're big. Huh. <laughs> what a thunk. <laughs> Tim, here, here are the flavors I got. They were out of peanuts. And they were out of peanut butter. Those they, are two of my favorites, Tom. Yeah, the peanut butter is a good one. Um, they weren't out, but I think it was like they only had like big bags available. I would, right. I'll eat them if I buy that. Yeah. So I got regular milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate now is just a flavor of M&M's. Isn't that crazy? It's not. Just, it's, uh, yay. Caramel. Caramel or caramel, as some people may say. Fudge brownie. That's what I was looking for, Tom. <laughs> That's why I went to the goddamn M&M store in Times Square. And pretzel. Pretzel? Yeah. Do you, okay. I didn't even know about pretzel. L- let's start with fudge brownie, maybe. Yeah. Since uh, it seems like- I he- thought that pretzel one was going to be uh, cookies. There's one that has like cookies in the center, and it was so bad I- spit it out one time wow and you that's what you were looking for i thought it was store? no it's was, it was gonna be a uh it's gonna be uh i thought it was gonna be a peanut oh the brownie one is good i got a red one see how it tastes it's like a brownie mm. what do you think yeah don't say it's like a brownie it doesn't taste that much like a brownie. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, I think the ratio mm-hmm. of shell to chocolate yeah. in a normal M&M uh-huh. is fine for an M&M. <laughs> <laughs> but not fine for a what? But then when you get something like this fudge brownie and they, it's bigger... And the mm-hmm. shell is the same. It's the same thickness, yeah. Same thickness. Mm-hmm. And you realize more chocolate on the inside, whether it be in brownie form or even probably just if they increase the amount of milk chocolate in there. Uh-huh. Not a bad thing. Net positive, I think. Well, it's interesting you say that, Tim, because um, I'm going to crack open these pretzel ones since that's another new flavor to you. And we're, I, we're to me, like what well, you've been eating M and M pretzels. I've, I've had pretzel M and M's before. Um, well, I was gonna say it's interesting you say that about the shell, because uh, a lot of people M M&M and M enthusiasts are real into M M&M and M minis. 
Right. Because the shell to chocolate ratio is different. Right. Because uh, as the name implies, M&M minis are mini M&Ms for anybody that hasn't seen these. They come in little tubes. They come in a tube, which is very useful. Yeah. And which, by the way, is what original M&Ms came in. They came in a cardboard tube. Wow. And uh, uh, then, like, uh, later they switched to, because I guess I've, I've. Because of the war? Because of the war effort? Um, I think it was because they were giving them to troops. Mm. And it was like, well, this will hold up a little better than a bag or whatever. Yeah. Um. And then later they switch to the bags. The Do you have any ginger? Huh? Do you have any ginger? Ginger, like just raw ginger? Yeah, I want to cleanse my palate. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything for you to cleanse your palate with. You're going to have to cleanse it with beer. Okay. Uh, or another M&M. I'm going to eat an orange uh, pretzel. It doesn't matter what the color is. These ones are real crunchy. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know about these pretzel ones. The pretzel. In there. I like it, but are we calling this an M M&M? and M? What defines? I mean, an... it looks like an M and M. Yeah. What defines an M M&M? and M? The candy shell. I think just the chocolate and a candy shell. Yeah. Can you put? Um. I don't know. Don't say poopies. It's gonna say poopies actually. Um. Broccoli in a candy shell. It's broccoli M and M's. Uh. You probably could. Tim. Is there chocolate in this? Yes. I can't tell. Yeah, it's not just pretzel. I wasn't allowed to properly cleanse my palate. <laughs> you were allowed to. You just didn't have. Uh, uh, you didn't bring ginger with you to uh, cleanse your palate. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting cross. I, I I I bit off some of the, uh, uh-huh, the, the candy yeah. shell. Jim's doing some investigation. <laughs> it's work. a little uh, pretzel circle here, and I think it's even got some salt on it. I salt would hope. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm not getting the salty and sweet that yeah, I want. Yeah, that's from what it, I was going to say. So that, maybe there's not. If there's salt, it's definitely not enough salt. And I'm looking through a list of like all their flavors. I think this includes like all the flavors that they've put out that, you know, aren't available anymore. And I'm kind of surprised to see that uh there there doesn't appear to be just like a salt one. A salt, like or like salted chocolate, or even yeah. like salted peanut M and M's or something. Uh, Tim, here's some of the most popular flavors. Uh, regardless, I mean, I don't know what they're going by. This taquitos.net, the worldwide leader in snacks. Well, what do you mean? What are they going by? They're going by their their expertise. I guess the worldwide. Taquitos. Taquitos.net. Is, taquitos.net. is the worldwide leader in snacks? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess I the taquitos is a snack, but I don't know. It's not an in the app. same way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a like snack. a prepared food. Yeah, I just don't like when they're like, "Hey, uh, want a snack? Here's mozzarella sticks." That's not a snack. That's an app, asshole. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> if somebody said, "Hey, you want that, a, if you want a snack, here's some mozzarella sticks," you'd be mad. Yeah, no. Give me a cracker, something crunchy. Hey, get rid of those mozzarella sticks. I don't want that. I want a snack, not an app. Here's what they claim are the most popular flavors. Strawberry peanut butter. Tom, mm-hmm. strawberry is not a verb. 
Uh, you can't strawberry something. <laughs> they strawberry this peanut butter. Yeah, I, that that strikes me as like some uh, like legal thing. Yeah, they have to say. Um, I think I've had those. Uh, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, kind of. Yeah, which I'm in favor of. Yeah, I think it's... But there's also chocolate in Yeah, this is the case with a lot of candies that I like. The first time I have them, I go, oh, this tastes like medicine. And then I eat the whole bag, and I go, ah, yeah. that's pretty good. I like that. Medicine uh, sometimes tastes sometimes good. Sometimes medicine yeah. tastes good. And some, hey, sometimes it makes you feel good. What medicine are you talking about? I'm talking about the good stuff. God's medicine. <laughs> um. The next most popular one, which I've never seen, never heard about, uh, wild cherry M and M's. Wild cherry. Wild, wild cherry. cherry. They say. Um, what is that? Is, is there an actual meant to be a cherry inside? The way that there was a pretzel. Inside the insides seem to be uniformly cherry flavored chocolate, as opposed to cherry bits embedded in the chocolate. Oh, uh, I don't want that. I they bet tasted that like chocolate covered cherries. Yeah, I would eat a chocolate-covered cherry if I wanted that, because I got a lot of those in my disposal. <laughs> you don't have a lot of those. Um, you know what stinks about cherries in the real world, Tom? Apparently a strong taste. Uh, they don't taste good. They don't taste as good as cherry-flavored Many things. Many of them got, have pits. Yeah. Yeah, I like pits and things. Stra- uh, uh, watermelons nowadays. Don't, even you get a uh, watermelon with pits. Not seeds, a lot of pits there. Seeds. seeds, yeah. Not a lot of seeds in there. Really? That's what I feel like. We got a seedless watermelon. There uh, were those white seeds, but I guess those don't count. Yeah, you just I think eat you those. can just eat those. Yeah. I mean, you could eat another. Like, a watermelon plant isn't going to grow in your belly, Tom. Uh, that's what you were told. Well, I'm not about to find out the hard way. Uh, they're the next most popular flavor listed. Again, this is not one that I've, I've even heard about before. Caramel cold brew M&M's. Hmm. The special edition of M&M's came in large pieces with fairly typical color assortment. Oh, I guess some of them have uh, different color assortments. Hmm. Uh, the core of each was caramel. I, don't, I'm, I think I'm against that. Uh, what? Oh, think, you're always I, using the same colors? I th- no, I think, I, think, I think they should always use the same colors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I guess That's what makes an M&M an M&M. Yeah, but I guess sometimes they kind of like to, you know, uh, say, oh, okay, uh, this flavor, we're just going to put like these two colors because it's it's like a minty flavor. So we're just going to have like green and white as the colors. Right. In the case of crunchy mint M&Ms, green, white, and brown, it looks like, were the colors there. Tom, uh, mm-hmm. so it's coffee flavored? Caramel coffee flavored because there's also... Uh, coffee nut M and M's, crunchy espresso M and M's. Where are? Where do you find these things? Tim, I told you, taquitos.net. No, no, no. Where? Like, how would you purchase these? Are these like limited edition? Yeah, that, a lot like... of these. I think they're listing everything that like M and M's uh, have ever put out, and some of these were, I think, pretty uh, limited editions. I mean, they have things like. Uh, M&M's Peanut Darth Mix and M&M's Peanut Jedi Mix that I guess were like a Star, Star Trek, Wars yeah. movie um, tie-ins. Oddfellow's uh, Ice Cream Tom. I went there and mm-hmm. I got a I got a, 
coffee ice cream today as a pick-me-up? I bet uh, when you walked in to Odd Fillers, they I said, oh, you're right at home. Oh, welcome home. Yeah. Uh, I got the coffee crunch ice cream. Uh-huh. Tom, would you buy this? Would you buy me this? <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't have enough money, and they threw me out. I said I'd be back tomorrow. This is this is how they, they describe the coffee crunch ice cream. Mm-hmm. Coffee ice cream with a salty and bitter homemade coffee soil. Ew, soil? Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, like you're thinking best case scenario, it's going to be coffee grounds, right? Yeah, worst case, it tastes like dirt. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. The uh, Do you want to hear what is, I think, perhaps like the most uh, off-the-wall flavor that they that they had now nah, we can move on mexican jalapeno peanut m&ms this is what i'm talking about why does that have to be mexican i yeah i don't know uh these m&ms part of a flavor contest also involving thai coconut and toffee versions so i guess maybe it was like a country if they had thai coconut instead of just coconut too right maybe it was like uh yeah the Olympics or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Uh oh, and uh, a subset of the usual colors, green, yellow, and red, that gave them a Mexican theme. Gotcha. Uh, apparently they they were uh, kind of spicy, like kind of didn't necessarily taste like jalapenos, but had some uh, some, some had heat behind them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to try. Oh, that. it says at the bottom here: this snack was discovered by Jeremy at CVS Health. Review published March 2019. Ah, thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. And then they've got like a bunch of, you know. It's funny that they name a store CVS Health (laughs) and then sell jalapeno Well, they stopped selling cigarettes there. Yeah. So now they're all about health. Um, I was reading a thing actually about M&Ms that like, uh, uh, I'm going to, get a lot wrong here because I didn't take any notes. But something about like uh, the government was trying to pass like some les- legislation about uh, putting like additional sugar added labels on things and like uh, Mars was apparently one of the companies that was like yeah do it. See if we care. <laughs> well Mars would Probably benefit from that because everybody knows that candy has added sugar, right? But does everybody know that a granola bar has added sugar? Yeah, maybe that's so it's what just it like, was. That they're hey, like, everything's got sugar in it, and we are just like getting hammered by people like, oh, don't eat that stuff. There's sugar in it. If people yeah. see that everything has sh- sugar in it, yeah, that's true. That kind of, that that makes sense. I mean, I think we've talked about like uh, you know the online fact where people are like. Did you know that a can of Coke has as much sugar in it as two Cadbury eggs? And that just makes me think like, eh, it doesn't make either of them sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but I, get- I do think it's like, hey, let me let me uh, like reach for this thing that I think is healthy, like a right. granola bar. And yeah, yeah. Like, There's sugar in it? Well, I might as well be eating M&M's, which yeah. tastes better. Let yeah. me go to get M&M's. Oh, yeah, let me get M&M's. Yeah, people know that M&M's like... Uh, they're not really hiding anything. It's like it's chocolate covered in candy. Yeah. So it does feel like um, they're healthy. <laughs> they're healthier than other candies. 
I think just because they're uh, smaller. Guys again. Yeah. I just want to check and see if they uh, <laughs> if they are healthy. Or they not. come in a purple bag. They do. Yeah. I, I didn't look at the colors. If it's like a subset of colors, the pretzel ones don't appear to be. And now the mascot. I think we we should talk about real quick. The mascots. Yeah. Um. So you got the the yellow the the red guy. He's I like, just had a good peanut one here, and let me tell you, half the chocolate was missing. And what? the peanut was exposed to the air, and I think that made the, or not peanut, pretzel, was exposed to the air, and I think it kind of softened up the pretzel in a good way. Huh. Maybe I'll bite all these in half and put them back in the bag for a few days. All right, Tom, you got the red M&M, who's like, uh, how would you describe him? Angry, kind of? Yeah. Sarcastic? Yeah, but he's like also like the default guy, right, in the commercials? Like, he's yeah. in most of them? He's the star. He's kind of like uh, Raphael from the Ninja Turtles, who also is red. Raphael was the star, you think? No, but like he's in a lot. They always include. I guess they always include all of them. He's voiced. There's a recent comic run where all the Ninja Turtles have died except for Raphael. Wow, tragic. Yeah. Um. The red. Okay. Damn, I was gonna these say, brownie ones are good. I know. I was going <laughs> to say this red m M&M. and I don't know how they did this. It tastes like a brownie. I mean, they probably put brownie ingredients I don't in think, it. I, well. It's not like, it's like, how do you get a brownie taste out of just sugar and chocolate? <laughs> like you, I don't, it just, you put sugar and chocolate in the, something. The texture. I mean, I can't. It's hard to tell because there's about 200 ingredients in this thing. Uh, what exactly it is, but uh, but they nailed it. It tastes like a brownie. It feels like a brownie. It has a brownie mouthfeel. Hey, if you're craving a brownie, check out these M&Ms. Um, so the red m M&M, and I was going to mm-hmm. uh, describe him as like, he's kind of like a John Lovitz character. Yeah. Voiced by John Lovitz. Oh, is he? Well, currently, I think, voiced by Billy West. Oh, okay, yeah. He does a lot of stuff. Tons of voice. Yeah. But uh, John Lovett's probably got too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and Billy West. Uh, I would think Billy West isn't super cheap either. No. Although I saw, him, I saw him at a Comic-Con one time, and he was just at a table next to uh, uh, one, of the, one of the lesser-known Ramones. I forget which one. <laughs> And uh, and like, like oh, there's a Jake Ramone, <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, was the fourth drummer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was somebody that when I walked by, I was like, is that just a guy with long hair? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, hair over his eyes, and and he's just like, oh, I'm one of the Ramones. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was, and they had like a sign. I think Billy West had a sign at his booth that like. Something that said like "Don't ask him to do voices," which oh, makes really? sense yeah. because it's like, yeah, that's his livelihood, and I'm sure some of those voices are like straining to do. Uh, he doesn't want to just do voices all day at a booth, and then people go, "Yeah, all right, bye." Like, well, I, think, I think you had to buy something if you wanted uh, the the monkey to do his tricks. Yeah, but I think like you should also like have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody asks. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's what the guy does. Like, if you're not paying him, I don't think he has to do it for free. I mean, I also don't understand why you would really care about meeting him <laughs> unless 
I mean, I'm sure he's got great stories about doing the voices, but like, oh, that's probably how you can trick him. You're probably like, ah, tell me a story about uh, one of these voices. And you know he's going to get into the story and he's going to start doing the Yeah, voice. and then you're going to see he's going to do like the evolution of the voice. Like, mm-hmm. Originally, I was trying to do yeah, a thing like this. Yeah. 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 Um, Tom, the yellow Eminem. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to, before we move off of red, did you know red was uh, gone for a while? The color? The color, uh, the red M&M was gone for a while. In the early 70s, a Russian study came out linking the red food dye amaranth, also known as red number two, to cancer in humans. Subsequent testing never proved the ingredient to be dangerous, uh, but it was banned in 1968. Although red M&Ms don't contain amaranth, the company pulled the color and replaced it with orange to avoid any confusion. For 10 years, the now iconic red M&M stayed on the bench. Wait, for what years was it? It was, uh, I think, uh, 72 to 82. Its comeback began in 1982 when an, oh, that's when it began. An undergrad at the University of Tennessee named Paul Herthmann decided to create the Society for the Resurrection and Preservation of Red M&Ms. The organization was a spoof on junk mail campaigns that were popular at the time and asked people to send 99 cents for a lifetime membership. The joke quickly caught on. In 1983, Hethman received a membership application from none other than the PR manager at M&M's Mars. Hmm. So, yeah, for 10 years. So I guess like somewhere mid-70s to mid-80s, it, uh, it was... Before it was, I was born and then and before I was candy. able to eat candy. Yeah. Thank God they got all that cleared up. So that's probably why he's front and center nowadays because it was probably like a big campaign and then it was like now red is the famous M&M color. Yeah. And then... I mean, John Lovitz himself. Yeah. Stepped up to the plate. I mean, probably like, you know, good 10, 15 years later, but... John Lovett started in uh, 1995, yeah. Yeah. Um, yellow in the commercials. A big uh, fucking doofus. Yeah, he's a big doof. He's uh, portrayed Duh. as a peanut m M&M. Yeah, I got a peanut in my brain. Yeah. Originally, 1995, mm. voiced by... Who? John Goodman. Oh, really? So I think this classic commercial where... Uh-huh. Um, the red and yellow M&M uh, encounter Santa Claus. And they go, they That's do John exist. Goodman? And he goes, they do exist. And faints. And he goes, oh, Santa? I think that's John Goodman and John Lovitz. Oh, wow. Mixing it up. The two Johns together at last. Yeah. What they must g- have done some stuff on SNL when John Goodman was hosting it. Yeah, point, right? yeah. I was going to say, what what a guy John Goodman is, huh? John Goodman. Nobody's got anything bad to say about him. I got one thing bad <laughs> to say about him. Or uh, uh, You don't so, like his delivery if they do exist. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> this is what I want to say to John Goodman. Gain the weight back. <laughs> no, I think he he lost the weight for his health. I and know. He's still like a big, like he's still like very tall and like broad. Yeah, I know. Just. You know, I will never it's when you know how you get like dumb shit ingrained in your brain for no reason from when you're a kid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know why. They do exist 15 times today. I have ingrained in my brain uh, a supermarket checkout magazine like a National Enquirer type 
where th- this must have been like the, I guess the nineties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they had like a, uh, psychic and the front page was like psychic tells us their predictions for the next year. And one of their predictions was John Goodman is going to lose a bunch of weight and become one of the big hunks in Hollywood. Oh, what year was this? Probably like 1993 or something. Okay. He never became, he's not a hunk now. No, but he's a beloved actor. He's great. Yeah. He was, he's always been, people have always liked him though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even Roseanne. Even Roseanne. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what color is next? Uh, D- I know what you want to talk about, you little pervert. No, I'm gonna go to green. Uh, to, to, oh, I'm gonna go. To, <laughs> sorry, who's got green on the mic? Freudian slip. I, I'm gonna go to blue. Okay. Because blue is uh, the newest one to be introduced, Tom. Right. Well, I think the newest mainline one for sure. I think. yeah, yeah. This is why it's like, but uh, or is purple. Yeah, but I don't think purple's like a regular everyday color. Oh, I have a regular pack of M&Ms I can I can uh, look at here. No, I see on the regular M&Ms, green, yellow, blue, orange, red. No purple. There is a purple M&M, but, but you know, not all the time. Okay. Um, None of these M&Ms I got have any special colors. That's fine. No, it's not fine. I'm mad. I buy Tom, four packs of M and M's. Colors are freaking carcinogens. Like <laughs> they're all carcinogens. So you might as well put some fun ones in there. Um, blue, Tom. Mm-hmm. So there was a genius marketing campaign. Yeah, there was a contest. Yeah, <laughs> you saw it as a contest. I saw it as a marketing campaign <laughs> where they were like, "We're introducing a new you color." Another one. Yeah. I'm just staring at them. We're going to introduce <laughs> a new color to M and M's, and this is a. Uh, we're going to make this into an event. Yeah. And it worked on me. It's like, what year was this? 1995, 1996? Uh, in the mid-90s, Mars decided that having both a tan and a brown was redundant and a bit too dreary for a modern candy brand. Mm-hmm. So they decided to replace tan with pink, purple, or blue in a customer consumer voting campaign that proved immensely popular. Um Fans eventually chose blue, of course, but 20 years later, there are those who look back fondly on tan as a muted relic of a bygone era. Um, what asshole wrote this? Um, Tom, uh-huh. you didn't write that, did you? Was that mentalfloss.com? <laughs> that was mentalfloss. It wasn't me. Um, uh, I do think uh, it was a lot uh, of fun. Pop open these caramels. To call an 800 number. It was an 800 number, right? Yeah, and talk to one of the M&Ms. No, there was a, a number that you would call to vote for blue. There was a number that you would call to vote for purple. There was a number that you'd call to vote for pink. To me, there's a classic boys against girls, <laughs> and they were they split the girl Yeah, vote. they split the vote on purple and pink. Mm-hmm. Also, pink is too close to red. Mm. I mean, blue's a primary color. Of course it's going to win. That's true. I mean... Because it's like, you know, the missing primary color in those. Yeah, but you can say blue is represented in purple. Yeah, but... That's half of it. <laughs> but I want the whole thing. I mean, that's that's the problem there, is that purple is a mix of two colors. One of the colors that's running. 
and then pink is just light red. Blue? I knew as soon as I saw those commercials, I knew the turnout. I didn't get too invested in calling up. I I called up a lot. (laughs) And it turns out uh, my wife, who I did Mm -hmm. not know at the time, Mm -hmm. was also... Very, uh, she exercised her. her, her what, right. what was she voting for? I think she was a blue lady. Oh wow! And she was sad. A gender traitor. Um, Tom, uh, the blue in the commercials mm-hmm. is uh, uh, supposed to be cool. Yeah, and he's an almond M and M. Oh, have you right. had an almond M and M? Um, yeah, not regularly. I don't like to make a habit out of it, but I think I've had an almond M&M. I think I've felt that like the almond, I like almonds a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Me like, too. I don't like almond paste. I don't like things that taste like almonds that aren't almonds. Do you not like uh, rainbow cookies? No, I don't. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. It grosses uh... me out. But I like almonds. Um but I think another thing about almonds that can gross me out sometimes is like uh, the like quality of almonds somebody like M and M's is using <laughs> to make yeah. uh, to make because they're like like we we just need the almonds to be tiny enough to fit in an M and M. Yeah, and then when you hear how much like uh, like when you buy a package of almonds, mm-hmm. it's like like if you can't like. M and M's isn't good. the Mars Corporation is not going to be spending this much money on almonds. Oh yeah, yeah. You buy you buy like a nice thing of almonds. It costs more than uh, an equally sized thing at M and M's. Read between the lines. One time I was out of it in a Trader Joe's like 15 years ago, walking <laughs> around, dazed and confused at Trader Joe's. <laughs> and some lady was buying a, like I was in the nuts section buying some <laughs> some nuts, and this lady. Bought this huge, would put this huge bag of almonds in her cart, and uh-huh. I went, "What are you gonna do with all those almonds?" <laughs> and what she said, I said it out loud, but I thought I was thinking it. <laughs> right. She didn't really respond. Yeah. Not your business. Yeah, it was more like them. I think I wasn't even asking. It was more rhetorical. Yeah, like you asked it under your breath, kind of. Yeah. Like, What's she gonna do with all those almonds? Yeah. Um. Green, the sexy one. Green, the sexy one. Tell me why uh, green is the sexy one. Because it was rumored for years that the green M&Ms were an aphrodisiac. Right. That, that, you know, the in the same way the red ones could give you cancer, <laughs> that the green food coloring had, uh, had a different effect. And then uh, years later, M&Ms decided to play into that. By right. having a sexy M M&M. and M, and it worked. It worked like gangbusters. Uh, voiced by Cree Summer. Okay, who is that? You ask. Uh, a voice actress. A voice actress who uh, uh, voiced Susie Carmichael on Rugrats. Oh, okay. And Elmira Duff on wow. Tiny Toon Adventures. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know what? She's got a sexy voice. Did you watch this? No, Elmira was uh, <laughs> was not was not sexy. She was a child that was obsessed with like hugging animals. Well, I'm saying the green M and M's sexy. Yeah, you know, were you you? I remember you got really upset <laughs> when they changed her shoes. <laughs> no, well, yeah, uh, no, when uh, the new Animaniacs came out, 
Mm-hmm. And they, uh, you were like, where's the sexy nurse? I can't wait for Hello Nurse to come <laughs> on. And uh, they, they wrote oh, they her out of the show. Yeah, I don't think no. I even knew there was a new yeah. Animaniacs. Wacko and Yakko could no longer drool over a uh, Wacko and Yakko nurse. could no longer jacko to the, I'll get it. To the nurse. Um, I, I, while we're speaking about female M&Ms, Tim, Currently, there are two female characters and four male ones. Adding another couple of female characters to balance out the ratio as possible, said, I think this is the president of M&M's they mm. were talking to. Yeah. But there are, quote, implications for the product itself. Namely, M&M's would have to add new permanent colors to the mix. Solution then was to give the female green and brown a promotion. <laughs> They'll have more prominent placement in ads with the aim of a little bit more gender balance, said Vincent. Here's my suggestion. Why do the M&Ms have genders? <laughs> Why not just make them genderless M&Ms? I don't even understand how they're speaking, let alone... Uh, uh, yeah, the anthropomorphizing of... Uh... Yeah. The food that you're gonna eat is just a weird, a weird marketing thing. There, there's also like a lot of weird M M&M and thing you're com- eating has a soul. Uh, a lot of weird M M&M and M commercials about people eating, like the the yeah the alive big, yeah the M&Ms. ones that are like probably 16 inches tall. Yeah, they're like the size of like a cat Which would or a be dog. Freaking delicious. I think that's the ratio speak. that I want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So now you're. <laughs> You're sympathizing with them, like ah. I would eat like a corpse of one of the. Not what I wouldn't be like. You're alive. Let me. Uh, let, let me, me take a bite out. Yeah, of but you. once they die of natural causes, causes. <laughs> um, Tim, you don't want to eat him an M M&M and M that's died of natural causes. You want to eat one that's been hunted in the prime prime uh, of its life. The character for uh, the brown M M&M and M is called Ms. Brown. Okay. And I has, know it was a uh, Vanessa Williams for it is it, yeah yeah it, uh, and uh, if you notice they all have uh, you know they're either uh, peanut mm-hmm. almond whatever yeah. um, often either dark chocolate milk chocolate and fudge brownie oh well that, I mean I I think I'm I'm pretty confident in saying fudge brownie is our favorite I think so Tom purple. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still not clear on when purple is used. Just sometimes. Uh, Amber Ruffin. Oh, hey, okay. I'm a big Amber Ruffin fan. Yeah. So that must be fairly new then if she's uh, the voice. Yeah. Huh. Um, and she's represented as uh, peanut caramel cold brew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vegan. Oh, vegan M&M's. Okay. Oh, now I've seen everything. <laughs> um, oh, I guess the world's going to the toilet. Uh, hazelnut spread, which is just n- Nutella. Yeah, which but they, they can't say Nutella. Like deal. Yeah. Um, huh. And then in the commercials, yeah. there's not a caramel M&M. M&M, but there is a caramel guy huh? okay. that they're like, we're going to incorporate you into the M&Ms. <laughs> Wait, they were talking to him? <laughs> Yeah, they were talking to <laughs> We're going to incorporate you in. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like uh, the red M&M was talking to a caramel and being like, what do we do? Oh, to get so the other them? M&Ms decide this? Yeah. Not, not anybody higher up. The I mean, I don't think they like have like the CEO of Mars come in and be like, I'll be in the commercials and talk to the M&Ms. Not in the commercials, but, you know, behind the scenes. You know, dealing. I'm talking about in the commercials. And that was uh, the caramel was voiced by David Cross. Oh, OK. 
Huh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's an orange guy. <laughs> if you never heard of. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Uh, you can find all our social media links there. You can find me on social media at Tom Reynolds. Tell me at your uh, pal Tim. Uh, your pal Tim. And you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week we're reading Waiting for Godot, a play. Godot. 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 G-O-D-O. Godot. We read a play like it were a book. Yeah. It came in a book form when I saw it. It came in a PDF form the way I saw it. Oh. But sometimes books come that way. Yeah, when you... Pirate them. I didn't pirate. Sometimes it. a book comes without a cover. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get uh, the new books of podcasts about waiting for Godot. Get uh what did we talk about last week? Uh 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 Catching the Big Fish. Yeah, by David Lynch. Yeah. And all the other books we've read. They're all on there. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Um do you do you have any final thoughts about MMs? I have I have one. I like them. Okay. I don't want to make this too uh, heady. Yeah. But uh, I think they might be the best candy line. They're pretty good candy. Like, they're they're pretty consistent, and you don't have to worry about them melting. Yeah. Uh, two things. I, I lied. I want to say two things about M&Ms. The first one I lost track of in my notes. Oh, it was that... Uh, uh, in uh, Spielberg went to them, Steven for, Spielberg, yeah, for ET, uh, and yeah. and there was like a bunch of different stories about why they turned it down, but they He's did. Like, I want to feature your candy in this yeah, movie yeah. as the thing that uh, ET loves. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, it was still like a marketing deal. So like, one of the stories is that like they didn't have the money in their marketing budget. Like their budget had already been spent. Another one was that, like, they were like, this A movie. shaved monkey is never going to... Yeah, yeah like, they're yeah. like, ah, this movie's not going to be big. So uh, Spielberg uh, went to Hershey's. He wanted Hershey Kisses, but the company insisted he used its new Reese's Pieces, which I think worked out well. Reese's Pieces, freaking rule. Yeah. And they're a ripoff of, uh, M&Ms. of, an M- of M&M's, but, like, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, Great I, artist steal. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing, uh, uh, Google, Google was having Google famously has like free food and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, they were having a problem with uh, they were going through like tons and tons of M and M's, so they uh, had a a special ops force of behavioral science PhDs conduct surveys of snacking patterns, collected data on the proximity of M&M's bins saying a given employee, consulted academic papers on food psychology, and launched an experiment. And uh, guess what they found out, Tim? If they uh, put the M&M's in a, in a cabinet, people didn't eat as many of them <laughs> as if they were just out on the counter. Freaking geniuses. That's what the, they get those PhDs for. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was an especially stupid story about, uh, M&Ms. Tom, M&Ms. We, hey, what, what is there still some left of? Uh, uh, caramel pretzel and the, uh, the I don't like the caramel, but give me, I'm going to try it again. It's too chewy. Okay. That's uh, my final thought. Caramel, a little too chewy. We'll see you next week.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.